So I just got off the phone today with a friend of mine who wants to start developing his own products and, and going into the whole private label thing. Now, he's German and his English is really bad, so he doesn't doesn't actually speak much. And he was asking me if he has to source something in China. And I was telling him he doesn't have to, but it's it, I would do it. But there are many, many reasons why you wouldn't do it. And today's episode is all about that. So I'm going to give you seven pros and cons for and against sourcing in China versus so sourcing domestically. You can also source products in your own country. I mean, it's very old-fashioned, but it just makes sense sometimes to do this. So anyway, let's just jump into today's episode. Seven pros and cons for and against sourcing in China versus sourcing domestically or locally. Let's go. Sourcing in China is easy peasy. I'm your host Niels and I show you how to source products the right way. You deserve to live in China without headaches, so keep listening. Welcome to the Easy Peasy Sourcing Podcast. I hope you're looking forward to this episode. I definitely do. And... As I said before, we're going to go over the pros and cons for sourcing locally versus sourcing in China. And there are many reasons why you would do this. So I'll just jump right into this episode and yeah, just go with it. Is that fine? So I'm going to start with a pro for sourcing locally. And the number one thing that comes to mind when sourcing locally is quality. So the number one pro for sourcing locally is quality. If you want to sustain in a price-driven world, the one thing you can do is get your quality up and differentiate yourself by that. And usually domestic suppliers have a better quality. They have to have it, right? They can't compete on the price, um, especially if you source in Europe, if you source in Germany, if you source in the States. The quality is much better generally, than the ones in China. China is catching up though, and they're really fast. And so this might change in the future. But for now, I'm almost certain quality usually is better if you source domestically. And then we go with a contra against sourcing locally, which is OEM willingness. I'm not exactly sure how that's in, in, in US. But I know in Germany, the companies are very picky. They don't want to give away their product to another brand. So what OEM means is basically what you do in China, right? You go and someone has a product already and you ask them, okay, I want to have this product and I want to slap my label on, my logo on, and make it my product, that's fine. And it's a very, very common thing and almost everyone selling on Amazon is doing exactly that. When I sourced my products for my beard brand i had beard products like brushes and combs and 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 those stuff so i wanted to add oils and i really didn't want to order liquids from china for many many reasons which we won't speak about today but definitely in another episode but i really wanted to source these oils locally i wanted to have german beard oil and it was so hard to find a company that was willing to put my label on their product, right? They were very proud of their product and they just want to sell it under their own brand name and only a few factories or a few suppliers were 
able to offer me a deal, which of course was then too expensive. So I'd, eventually I dropped the product. So this is an OEM willingness, which is very common in China, but locally you might fight some resistance here. So I'll give you another pro for sourcing locally, which is logistics. So if you're selling locally only, then it makes sense to source locally just for logistics, right? Your lead times is much shorter if you have a supplier in your country the, lead, the overall lead time is much shorter because of shipping. Well, if you order something from China, especially when it's heavy, you have, and then you wait 45 days for sea shipping. And that's a long time that you have to fill your inventory in the previous order with. So you have to order more in the first order to then have enough stock. And sourcing locally kills that. So sourcing locally makes it possible to have to save money on logistics because it's it's obviously it's closer, right? It's, it's it's easier to ship it and shipping time is much much shorter. Now we go into a rather obvious point, if you source locally, your price is going to be more expensive. So usually local suppliers, they the labor costs are higher, the taxes are higher, the expenses are higher. They have to have much more money for their product than a supplier would have in China. The quality is better too, usually. But again, the price point might not worse at always. Sometimes you have products that you just can't sell at a higher price because no one wants it. So it always depends on the market if they are willing to pay the price for, for locally sourced products or not. Also, if you really insist of doing it and just press down or, or, or go down with your profit margins, you have a much smaller return on investment, which then slows down your company grows so you can grow faster if you source in china if you source locally you might run into a problem with too high prices so here, here's a good one here's a good pro for sourcing locally and uh, I, I think you'll like that so dealing with returns and quality issues we all hope that this never happens right we hope just we, we order the product, it ships, it arrives, everything is fine, we sell it, our customers is happy, you know, nothing is broken, nothing is damaged, everything looks the way it's supposed to be. And that that just isn't the case. So we, we always have to do quality controls here, but they don't see everything. So sometimes we're running into these issues, especially if you're shipping glass product, they break, all of these kind of things. And if you source locally, it's really easy to deal with that right? Because you have your products in the warehouse in the same country. So you can send it back, you can have someone from that company come over and check the quality and, and check what went wrong. And it, it's really easy to deal with that. It just goes back and forth. And the law is also very clear on what your supplier has to provide, what kind of quality, how it has to look like, when are you able to ship it back, which is really not the case in China. So if you're getting things from China, and it doesn't look good, you have a problem because if you send it back, you know, it's going to be too expensive to then sell it on a profit. But if the quality is too bad, you can't sell it. So what do you do? That's a really big pro point for sourcing locally. Now comes another con point, which is the MOQs for private label. I touched on that earlier. The companies are really picky and MOQs for changing products can be really high. It always depends on the product, of course, right? But if you have to, to, to make a change, if you have to do a, do a mold, if, you, if the, your supplier has to do whatever they have to do with their machines, 
it's going to definitely increase the MOQ. They're not going to change the settings of their machines if you order 200 products or 500 products, right? So the MOQs can be really high, which also increases your investment capital needed. So that's a point really to consider. A really great point, and I, I'm, I'm really a numbers guy. I, I get emotional when I see good numbers and positive returns and all that stuff. So I am just want to talk about cash flow real quick. So if you source locally, a pro point for sourcing locally definitely is cash flow. Because think of it, if you source in China, you have to submit the full payment before the products are shipped, right? If you see a ship that can take 45 days, then you start selling your, your, your products and making some money back. So the moment when you reach your 100% ROI, the return on investment, get all your money back, is much later than if you would have it sourced in, in your local country, right? So if you source it locally, you can submit the payment, the final payment on arrival. So you pay a deposit, the company produces, they ship the product to you, and only when the product arrives, you submit the, the, the rest payment. Sometimes you even have 30 days after delivery. That all depends on how, nego- how you negotiate. But then you can use some money that you earned with the product to pay for the product, which is really great. So absolute pro here for the cash flow. Um, I hope you like that. So here comes another contra point against sourcing locally, which is choice. The Okay, think, think of this. The suppliers in China, they're producing for everyone in the world, right? The local suppliers usually supply the local market or, or, or most of them focus on the local market. So now in China, everyone in the world orders their products and most of the goods in the world are produced in China. So naturally, the variations, the quality, the, the quantity of different products that you can find in China is much, much larger and you're not as limited as if you would be if you source locally so that's a point to really consider you might not even you might not find the product that you want in your local country now this point that's coming now is a really good point for sourcing locally and that's your pr right if you source something locally you can usually sell it at a higher price point you can sell it to different kind of people not everyone wants to buy the cheapest product some people really want to have the authentic product they want to support their own country their own domestic area and if you can say okay this product is made in wherever it is made in germany made in america made in wherever you are right then naturally you're going to have more people of of that kind that really wanted to buy it because that's you know really good for pr so you don't go against the environment and for for certain products it really makes sense if you're selling to a very sensitive market about the topic and another pro for sourcing locally, it definitely helps environment. So if you don't have to ship your products all around the world, obviously it's it's definitely better for the environment. Of course, if you limit your sales locally, if you source it locally and then you ship it somewhere else in the world, you know, we got the same story here. But generally, it definitely is better for the environment. One Contrapoint against sourcing locally is lead time. So now we spoke about that shipping is much faster, and you, you would wonder why is it does it take longer to order locally? But what I found a lot is that when you source locally, the production time is much much longer because the companies have have a big issue finding qualified stuff to produce the high quality products. 
And that often leads to labor shortage. And by that, the lead time may increase longer than it would take if you ship your product from overseas. So just a really quick break because this one is actually really, really important. So with almost every episode, I'm doing something to help you out. I'm creating something, some resource, whether it's a cheat sheet, a list that you can download, anything that can help you can shortcut your sourcing success. I try to come up with all the different stuff that could be really useful for you. So all the resources are exclusively there for easy peasy sourcing community members. It's a totally free community. Just head over to easypeasysourcing.com slash free. You can sign up, you get today's resource, and you're going to automatically get all the new resources that I'm going to be launching in the future. Today, I've got a cool resource for you, which is basically everything we're discussing in this episode. So you're going to get a sheet that you have to visualize everything we talked about. You get all the pros and cons for and against sourcing in China versus sourcing domestically all on one page so you can visualize it and read into it a little bit more. That's that. Let's go back to the podcast. So now I'm going to go over the last two points for and against sourcing locally. So are you still with me? Good. I'm going over the last two points for sourcing and against sourcing locally. And they're both about communication. So the pro for sourcing locally is definitely that you avoid communication issues. If you source locally, you're both speaking in the same language. So my German friend can go to his German supplier, speak to them on the phone, speak to them in German. Whatever he needs, the factory or the suppliers understand is definitely going to understand. And they are, you know, can tell him right away if they are able to do it, if they want to do it or not. If you're dealing with a Chinese supplier, the whole different story. Even if they say they can do it, they might not. Even if they say that they understand, they don't. So it's uh, the communication is a big hassle and a big thing that can make a lot of or that, that create can create a big mess possibly when you source in China. And it's definitely a big plus point if you're sourcing domestically. So, but there's also a negative point for communication if you source locally, which is speed, the speed of communication. I mean, did you ever try to reach your supplier after 10 p.m. because you had something really important that that you had to discuss? Just not possible. Did you wait hours for emails to come back? You know, you don't go to your supplier unless like with WeChat or, or with QQ or whatever you can use with your Chinese supplier. So then you're... The person that's taking care of you might might not be there today because they're called in sick or something. So the speed of communication can actually be longer. So even though language is not a barrier, the domestic cooperate kind of company structure may be. You know, all of these things aren't taken so serious. You know, the, the commissions are much more important for the people than the office hours. And instead of going back and forth with email, people like to use WeChat. It's fast. It's responsive. They don't mind to answer you when it's the middle of the night. So um, you, you you might have a really you might have a problem with with the speed of communication, especially when you're used to all these going back and forth and WeChat real quick. It may feel long if you go back and forth with with a with a domestic supplier. So, did you like all these pros and cons? I hope I could open your eyes a little bit and get you a different feeling for 
domestic versus sourcing in China. I'll always prefer sourcing in China. However, for some products, it really makes sense to source them locally. Some products I would never touch in China. I wouldn't I wouldn't touch any liquids. And we're going to have another, another episode just about the topics, what you should not source in uh, China and what you definitely have to go for locally. So I would never source supplements. I would never source liquids, all of this kind of stuff. So Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you liked it, just head over to easypeasysourcing.com slash iTunes and I would die for a review. Maybe I won't die, but I'd be really happy for a review if you just let me know how you like the show, if this helps you in any way. And I just wish you a great day. I'm your host, Niels, and I'm out. I'm out.